Welcome back, everybody, to the Know-It-All Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Jerry, the Fantasy Football Know-It-All. I can be found on Twitter at FFKnowItAll. Happy Friday, everybody. Another week has fallen by the wayside, and we race toward the end of the calendar year of 2020. And of course, that means playoff time in your fantasy leagues. Hopefully, you guys are primed and ready with a solid bench as well as solid starters that you might have picked up off of waiver wires and some you might have drafted. You may have gotten bit by the injury bug and fighting to make that playoff run. Either way, I will have some information that you can use to better your teams and solidify that chance to win fantasy gold. We have a lot to talk about. There are a slew of injuries. We have starts and sits of the week. I have a couple of streaming options that I want to run by you. And there is a very... I I don't usually have a beat the waiver wire that I'm this excited about. You're probably not going to guess who it is. And the majority of you probably won't even believe me or agree with me. But we'll get to that when we get to it. Before we hop into any other news, I want to touch upon Taysom Hill. If you guys don't live under a rock, which most of you don't, you most likely know that Taysom Hill is going to be, at least for the next few weeks, the starting quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. What this means for the rest of the team, I don't know. Well, We're going to go position by position here in a minute, and I'll give you my thoughts, As far as Hill goes, he's a running quarterback first. Yes, he might throw. He's going to attempt some passes. I don't know that he attempts north of 15, 16 passes. He might, if he approaches 20, I'd be shocked. And I don't know what his accuracy is going to be. So expect him to get the majority of his work on the ground. But that's a good situation for you if you start him at tight end, which you can do in ESPN leagues. I picked him up in the League of Goons. I'm not necessarily the most popular person in my league for doing so. But hey, I picked him up earlier in the week before he was named the starter. Just in case. Throw him on the bench. I mentioned this in my, uh, my Thursday podcast. I hope you all listened to me and did that. And you have him tight end eligible and ready to go. I expect he gets anywhere from 12 to 24 fantasy points. 24 being on the high end. I'm not expecting that. 12 to 15 is more accurate, but I will take that at the tight end position any day of the week. Michael Thomas should get some catches here. Obviously, Taysom Hill's going to throw the ball, but these 10 targets a game that he gets sometimes when he's right and when Drew Brees is right is not going to be there for him. We'll talk more about Michael Thomas when we get to the sits of the week. Spoiler alert there for you. Uh, The rest of the receiving core here, Emmanuel Sanders, Traquan Smith, well, they could get something, especially Sanders being a slot receiver. Jared Cook, he can catch a pass here and there. I just don't expect big games from these guys. If you need to start them, great. Otherwise, I would sit predominantly all of them. Cook, you're starting, I would say, is there aren't many other options at the tight end position that you can pivot to. These receivers, though, Michael Thomas in particular, I don't know how you can start him. I really don't. Alvin Kamara, you're starting him regardless. Even with Taysom Hill running the football, 
I think this alienates or pretty much locks out of the equation Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray is somebody that I would go nowhere near this week with Taysom Hill in there. In fact, he's pretty much droppable in my opinion. I think Alvin Kamara will get the majority, if not all, of the rushing that Taysom Hill doesn't do. You're obviously starting him. So I downgrade most of the Saints here. Keep Alvin Kamara the same, and you can bench or cut Latavius Murray. Now, before we get into the injuries and the nuts and bolts of the podcast, as always, I want to tell you guys about another podcast that I listen to on a regular basis. It's called the Morning Smoke CLT. Join my man G as he breaks down a vast array of topics that are not only near and dear to his own heart, but that we can all relate to in one way or another. If you're like me and you enjoy hanging out outside with a smoke or perhaps a beverage, then the Morning Smoke CLT is the type of podcast that'll give you something to listen to while you're enjoying your vibe. Whether it is topics that are uh, out front and in the news, or if it's just something that is in our daily lives that that we can all just focus on and, and hone in on. What it is, it helps your soul. So make sure you take a listen. It's called The Morning Smoke CLT. You can find it on all podcast platforms, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and, of course, all the rest. You can follow G on Twitter as well, at The Morning Smoke Charlotte. Make sure you give it a listen. You guys will not regret it. All right, so now... We will focus on the injuries this week and start in Cincinnati with Joe Mixon. He will be out again with that foot injury, and we don't know when he'll be back at this point. So Gio Bernard, you're firing him up, and if you want to take a dart throw on Samaje P. Ryan, he did get a touchdown last week. Eh, I don't know if I would do that. DeAndre Swift is in the concussion protocol for the Lions. He is not expected to play, so he is out. Uh, Adrian Peterson and Kerryon Johnson will be the guys there in Detroit. Gardner Minshew, not sure if he will start even if he's cleared to play uh, against Pittsburgh. He has a thumb injury and he's listed as questionable, but with Luton playing the way that he has been, I'm beginning to think that Minshew's time here, at least this, this year or overall, could be over. Jack Doyle is still in the concussion protocol and questionable for this week's action. Um, He took a a devastating hit in that game two weeks ago, and he has been uh, out ever since. If he doesn't go, you have two other guys there, of course, in Burton and Allie Cox. Drew Locke has a rib injury for Denver. He's questionable. You're not starting him. Uh, I was wrong on him, by the way, so we will just move right on. I did say that I thought I, I, that I did like him down the stretch. I'm moving away from that. I, I saw all I needed to see last week to realize that, yep, that is one of my mistakes for this year. Sammy Watkins, of all people, is trending toward playing, though he does have an undisclosed injury that has the questionable tag on him. He's broken all the time. You probably aren't relying on him. This is no news to anybody, but Christian McCaffrey is out with a shoulder injury. We knew this anyway. Just wanted to confirm that with you. His teammate, Teddy Bridgewater, has a knee injury. He is not at this time expected to play. Looks like they're going to go with the backup here. That hasn't been officially ruled yet, so he may take the field. But it's not looking good for Carolina and Teddy Bridgewater. Calvin Ridley. 
He's had a foot injury now for three weeks. Well, the better part of two anyway, hurting it in his last game before um, he sat out a game and then they had the bye, excuse me. So um, they do expect him to play. He's been practicing limited all week, but with a foot injury. Chris Carson, for example, Joe Mixon, as I just mentioned, it's going to... If he plays, he'll be limited. I have him on a couple of teams. I need to make a decision here. He's trending toward playing. Clearly, if he's active, you start him. But it could be one of those things where he exits early by re-aggravating it. Or he could go off and have one of his 30-point games. Who knows? Either way, I, um, I, you're going to start him, clearly, if he's, uh, if he's active. Irv Smith Jr., groin injury tight end for the Minnesota Vikings. He's questionable. He's come on as of late, although he's not getting a lot of catches. He's been targeted a decent amount. I don't think they throw the ball enough to really where where he matters all that much, but if you're stuck and he's active and you need somebody that can get you a touchdown, he's a good guy to throw in there. Matthew Stafford, a thumb injury, questionable. We don't know what's what's going on with that. He's expected to play at the moment. He's been playing through it. I expect him to play, and he's a good streaming option this week. Devontae Adams, this is one that needs to be monitored. He has an ankle injury and is questionable, although he is expected to play. However, you need to make sure that you have some kind of game plan if he's unable to go, as he's been an absolute monster this year for you. If you own him, and he's active, you're starting him, of course, but if he's benched or... If he's injured and doesn't play and you bench him, then you need to have some other options. So grab a couple of wide receivers. If you have bench spots, stash them. This could be an injury where he doesn't come back in a few weeks. So you're heading close to the playoffs now. You need to make sure you are protecting your investments. Kenny Galladay has had a hip injury. He's been limited in practice, but he's expected to play. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has an illness. Um, They have not ruled it as COVID. However, they have not said what it is as far as illness goes. He is right now not practicing, so keep an eye on that. If you're a Le'Veon Bell owner, that could be huge this week in terms of Bell if CEH doesn't play. And T. Higgins, also absent from Cincinnati practice with a an illness. Keep your eye on that as he's been an up-and-coming player for you if you drafted him, or if you, excuse me, if you picked him up off of waivers. And he is somebody that if he's active, you're going to put him in there with Joe Burrow and company, improving every week, basically. If you're a business owner or an entrepreneur and you have a website set up to run your business, chances are it's outdated if you even have one set up at all. That's where the folks at Bove Design come in. Let Rob and company check out what you have and make any adjustments or improvements that need to be made or build you one from scratch. That is their forte. They also do amazing design work. You can check that out as far as my logo goes when you download the podcast. So make sure you guys hit up Rob on Instagram. You can find him at bove.design, B-O-V-E dot design, and check out his custom work firsthand. Like I said, whether it is a logo, basic design work, or full web development, Bove Design has you covered. So once again, that's Bove Design, B-O-V-E dot design. 
And now it's time for the starts of the week, and I'm going to hit you with an obvious one with a twist. Taysom Hill. I'm not saying he's a start of the week at the quarterback position. I am giving you that at the tight end position, which, of course, I mentioned is ESPN only. But the majority of the folks that I talk to that listen to the podcast, or at least a good portion of you, are in ESPN leagues. So I want to bring this up. Having a guy that is a starting quarterback on a team against a defense that is really bad is a great opportunity for you to garner a win this week. So if you can get Taysom Hill and you have him or you took him or whatever and you can put him in your tight end position this week, kudos to you. I mentioned this on the podcast a few days ago. Hopefully you guys listened and it gives you that advantage this week. He's had, with Drew Brees in there, mind you, in limited action, 20 rushes in the last three games. It's going to be more than that for the next three games if he's the starter. It could be that he comes out and he's terrible and he's benched right away. I don't know that he's going to be that bad, that he'll be benched for Jameis Winston in, say, the first quarter. But the game could be one of those where they just lose, maybe, to Atlanta. And Sean Payton has to make a decision. I think he'll play well enough to keep the job another week. I don't know what that means for the availability moving forward, but he is somebody that I absolutely would start as a top five tight end this week. Another start of the week for me is Amari Cooper, Dallas Cowboys. He's been silent the last couple of weeks with you know the likes of the third and, and fourth string quarterbacks playing for Dallas. Andy Dalton has been cleared to play. He is back in action, and with Dalton under center, Amari averaged seven catches for 80 yards, and he had a score in that time frame as well. I think that Dallas is going to come out all cylinders firing on offense. I think this is going to be one of Dalton's better games, and you're going to see Dallas kind of make a statement here for Jerry Jones and company. Make no mistake about it. Jerry Jones isn't tanking for anybody. He is going to win games. He hates to lose. And the third start of the week for me, and I hate to do it because I'm not a homer, but I'm going with Big Ben Roethlisberger against a terrible 30th ranked defense against quarterbacks in fantasy, the Jacksonville Jaguars. In the last two games, Big Ben has 669 yards and seven touchdowns. No interceptions. I don't think he throws an interception in this game against Jacksonville. I think he comes out throwing the football again. For whatever reason, they've gone away from using James Conner. I don't know what that is all about. Maybe Conner has a little bit of a better game, but I really do like Big Ben in this game as a start of the week. Now, I mentioned Michael Thomas as a sit of the week, so we'll start with him. The change to Taysom Hill hurts him in a lot of ways. He's not going to get the target share that he would get if he was healthy with Drew Brees under center or even with... Uh, like he got with uh, Teddy Bridgewater last year and what I would have expected him to get with Jameis Winston. He's not healthy, though, or he's just not right one way or another. This has been a lost year for Michael Thomas. I I think next year in drafts you might be able to get him at a value like Todd Gurley several years before, but we're not talking about next year. We're talking about this week. I would sit Michael Thomas. I don't like what I see out of that, and I don't like the changes. He's had a rough 2020 so far. I think it gets even rougher with Taysom Hill in uh, uh, making the start. The other sit of the week that I have 
And I have two more, but the first one I want to mention is A.J. Brown going against the fifth-ranked defense against wide receivers in the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore has been miserable against wide receivers this year, and I don't think this is going to be any different of a game. This is the type of game that's going to be very low-scoring unless... Lamar Jackson goes off, and there is a chance of that. I almost had him on my starts of the week. However, I just I just couldn't do it. So, A.J. Brown, he had an abysmal game, one catch in his last performance. I don't think it gets much better here. Yeah, maybe he gets you something like three catches for 36 yards. I don't think he scores. He's touchdown dependent in this game, at least. You're not cutting him, but I think you can bench him for this game. Another, and my third and final, actually, sit of the week is, in fact, James Conner. I mentioned how the Steelers were going away from him the last couple of weeks. I don't like his usage, and I the way that they've been bringing in Anthony McFarland in these games, and I watch their games closely because I do cover them, and it's not befitting of what they do with a workhorse role, typically. I don't like it. It doesn't look right to me, and... Yeah, you can't really go by usage a lot. You have to go by film. He doesn't look great on film either. He's not the quickest guy. When he breaks into the open field, he's not going to have that breakaway speed. I don't think they're going to change their total game plan. They're 9-0 and and it's working. But they're really, really coming alive in their uh, the last two games. They've looked incredible in the passing game. I think Big Ben is as healthy as he can get, and as long as he stays healthy, this machine will keep on rolling. So James Conner is somebody I think you can sit this week. Now let's talk about a couple of streaming options. Josh Reynolds for the LA Rams. Reynolds is somebody that's flown under the radar, actually, having a pretty decent season. If you look at every single week, he he would be flex-worthy in PPR leagues, Better than a lot of flex options out there, quite honestly. And this isn't going to change. Jared Goff is throwing the ball a decent amount. He's not throwing the ball a lot, so he's not a quarterback that you're going to start. But he is peppering Josh Reynolds with targets. Josh Reynolds is available in the majority of leagues. If you're hurting for a flex position this week or a wide receiver three, he is definitely somebody that you could pick up. He Last game, he went... Eight, uh, eight catches for 94 yards, and he has double-digit fantasy points in three of his last four games. So the number one stream for me this week is Josh Reynolds. Number two is the Browns' defense against Philadelphia. Yeah, let's face it. Philadelphia is lousy at offense. And the Browns, they're, they're pretty good defense. So I really believe that they will come alive and have a really good game against the Eagles and Carson Wentz. So they're available. Pick them up. If you need a defense, you can do a whole lot worse than the Cleveland Browns. And the Browns actually have a really good schedule coming up as well. I'm going to take a look at that really quickly and um, let you know what I think of them. They could be somebody that you not not only can stream, but maybe you can pick them up and use them um, for the playoffs. Look at this playoff schedule. They have, in weeks... We'll start with this week. We have they have Philadelphia. Then they have Jacksonville. Okay, Tennessee and Baltimore are a little shaky. But then they have the Giants, the Jets in weeks fourteen, uh, 15 and 16. Those are your semifinals and your championship weeks, unless you play in week 17, which I hope you don't. They have the Jets in championship weekend. 
I may have to look at picking them up, actually. Um, so I sold myself on the Browns. Hopefully I sold you guys on it, at least for this week against Philadelphia. And the third stream of the week I have is Alex Smith. He goes against the 29th-ranked defense against quarterbacks in the Cincinnati Bengals. Last week, Smith had almost 400 yards passing, albeit no touchdowns. He's looked really good since coming back from that debilitating injury that we never thought he would play again. And here he is back starting games for the Washington football team. So Alex Smith is the third streamer I wanted to tell you guys about this week. I mentioned how I had a couple of beat the waiver wire or getting a leg up on the waiver wire candidates for you, and I do. One of them, I would pick up both of them. One of them I'm very excited about. And I I could be wrong. I probably will be wrong. I'll save him for last. The first guy I want to mention is Brashad Perryman. Perryman went 5 for 101 in his last game with two touchdowns. Now it is the Jets and it is Joe Flacco. I understand all that. Sam Darnold will not be back this week. So we need to look at this from the standpoint of it's Flacco throwing the football. I still think Perryman's the one guy there that can get the job done. I know that Jamison Crowder is there as well, but he's been banged up all year. I like him, but I think Perryman is is in primed and ready for a good stretch run here for the Jets. Pick him up. Put him on. I mean, again, you're not starting him this week. See if this sticks. Now, the guy I was mentioning is Carrion Johnson. I'll let that sink in a minute, and I'll just listen to the silence. There we go. The reason why I like Carrion Johnson is... DeAndre Swift earned the, the starting job in Detroit. Now he is concussed. It happened sometime during the week. We don't know how long he'll be out. He doesn't look like he's going to play. I don't know how long this injury is going to last. Carry on, I believe this week, is going to be the featured back. I know it's been Peterson all week, and I know it's Matt Patricia, and you can't trust it. If you have a spot on your bench where you have an extra kicker, an extra tight end, or God forbid, an extra quarterback. Just drop him. Pick up carry on just in case. It's worth it. It's worth it from the standpoint of you don't know how long Swift is going to be out. And Peterson could also get hurt. He's 150. This is the type of thing that you need to do that could in some way, shape, or form win you a league. Do I think Kerryon Johnson is that talented? No. But do I think that he has an opportunity to step into a workhorse role? I do. Especially if these injuries... Again, I don't expect Swift to be out that long either. These are the... This is... These are the preparations you make on your way to your championship. So just keep that in mind. Kerryon Johnson... Put him on your bench in place of a, a, a kicker or a, a backup defense or whatever you have that's garbage and just see what happens. Well, everybody, that is going to do it for the Saturday edition of the Know-It-All Fantasy Football Podcast. Thank you again for joining me. I appreciate everything. And I do want to mention that I will be a guest on the Elite Sports Podcast on their next episode. I will drop it in my Twitter feed as well as you can look them up on Spotify. It's called the Elite Sports Podcast. I will be uh, hanging out with the guys. We'll be talking about fantasy football. We'll be doing some picks and a lot of fun stuff. So I'm very excited to be doing that and, and actually um, 
being a guest on the show. I was actually humbled that I was asked to do so. So it should be a lot of fun. Make sure you listen. It's called the Elite Sports Podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, anywhere that podcasts can be found. And you guys know already that I am a proud member of the Skull King Podcast Network. Skull King Sports is the newest and most up-and-coming website for sports online. All four major sports, Major League Soccer, Olympic sports, MMA fighting, boxing, all three forms of racing are on there, golf, tennis, and of course, a full slate of college athletics. Don't forget that we also have a comprehensive fantasy program there as well, so go click on the fantasy links. You will see my uh, rankings as well as those of Ryan and the rest of the guys and check out www.skullkingsports.com slash Steelers for my continued coverage of the Steel Curtain. Guys, once again, thank you from the bottom of my heart for making this show such a success. I want to thank Kevin, Chris, and Temi for the amazing music, Bove Design for the sleek logo, Matt Bacon for the color scheme and original concept. I want to thank all of you who have been with me from day one, as well as everybody else who's new and listening for the first time. Hopefully you take something away from this that you could use and keep doing everything that you guys can do to dominate your fantasy. Leagues. Let me look at-